Hi, I'm Gordon. And I'm Fiona. We're from Gate Church International in Dundee, Scotland, and we'd like to welcome you to this week's podcast. Our goal here is growing people to bring Christ into our communities and to see you get connected with God, His people, and His purpose. We hope this message inspires you in your faith journey. Thank you. Hey, good morning. Um, I'm so excited to be with you this morning. I get to preach from from our lounge, which which is which is awesome. I hope you like like our little setup. I can't take any credit for that whatsoever. Um, but hey, isn't it awesome that we can use technology? to gather together still as the church, as the bride of Christ, his people. And we don't have to be in the same room together, but we can still meet, which is absolutely awesome. Uh, thanks, Mo, for that for that time of worship and, and Gordon and Fiona. Uh, I'm going to try and be pretty quick this morning, uh, but pray. We do need a miracle for that to happen. Um, and I just want to bring an encouragement and maybe a bit of a challenge to us in in the midst of all that's going on right now uh, in the world. And um, Gordon and Fiona, they're kind of tag teams last week, uh, pastors, and um, they started kind of had to pivot our teaching series a little bit, but they started a series in the midst of. And this morning I want to speak from the thought in the midst of worry, in the midst of worry. I don't know if you're like like me and uh, you're a little bit of a worrier or an overthinker, uh, maybe it's just me, and um, and you're all perfectly fine and full of peace and joy right now with everything that's that's going on. But, but I'm a worrier. I always have been as a, as a kid, and something I really have to journey uh, journey through it and be really conscious of. And I hope I've got just a few practical tools this morning that that do that can help. I want to read from a verse that I almost guarantee you'll know if you spent any time in church at all from Proverbs. And Solomon's writing, so if you've got a Bible, get it open. Proverbs 3, the guys, the team will be able to put it on on the screen below. Proverbs 3, this was one that uh, was fastened to the fridge or a fridge magnet or a bumper sticker as, as, a, as a church kid growing up. Proverbs 3, verse 5 says this, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight i'm going to read that again it's dead dead short trust in the lord with all your heart lean not on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight hey will you pray with me wherever you sat whatever chair maybe you're on the treadmill right now probably ross ingles is probably doing a workout right now live streaming um what a hero but uh, let's pray really quickly heavenly father we thank you for this time together, we thank you for your word. Lord, give me the words I need uh, this morning to encourage uh, your people, your church. And uh, Lord, help me to be short and sweet and snappy so people can get to their roast dinners. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I wonder in your house, who does like the food shop? Who does the big shop in, in your house? That's that's one of my my jobs um, in, in this household is to go to the supermarket. And and the thing is, I, I struggle to do like a big shop at the start of the week because I'm quite a foodie person. We're quite foodie people in, in our house. And so planning like a week's worth of meals, mm, you're like, I kind of want to be a bit more like play action, a bit more like on the day, what do I fancy for dinner? Like the phone call goes into Tory, you know, what do you fancy, what should we make? 
So I tend to do quite a few trips to the shop in, in a week, which right now in lockdown and quarantine is not ideal. But, but the other the thing is when I go to the shop and do, and do the food shop and these little shops, I, a, number one, I always forget the 100 bags for life that we've got in our cupboard. And so then I don't want to buy another one because I want to look after the environment. So then I go in, I think I don't need a trolley, I don't need a bag, I don't need a basket, I need two or three things. I don't know about you if this is just me and, and maybe I need to learn quicker. But I end up in the shop and it's kind of like the milk's coming out of one arm. There's there's the three for two offer that you've seen for the item that you definitely don't need, but you buy. And, and by the time you kind of get to the till, you're juggling six or seven items and think, why don't I just get a basket? The other day I was doing this and, and I was that guy. I was juggling items and a whole two litre blue cap, only blue cap milk in this house, blue cap milk all over the aisle. So, so I went and got an assistant. I was like, I'm so sorry, I'll pay for it. And, and then she was like, oh, it's fine. Don't worry about it, it happens all the time. You go and do your shopping and leave it. And I felt really bad, I waited around and then she didn't come. So I went and carried on my shopping. Anyway, I kind of doubled back, came back and there was two guys cleaning. I felt so bad, they were having to mop it up and they were having a right bicker. And they were going, I can't believe whoever's done this has, has just left it. And I was like, ah, oh, what, what do I do? Do I say it was me, do I not? And I carried on walking, head down. Carried on walking, what's my point this morning? Um, not a lot, just pray for me, I need it. I've got cabin fever. But the other thing is, is this, is that when we try to do life on our own, and while we try to work through worry and fear on our own, it's like being in the shop without the basket, without the trolley, juggling things left, right and centre, something is going to give. Something's going to fall and it's going to make a mess. And here Solomon is giving us some wisdom and some guidance saying, hey, like, here's, here's how you can work through life, uncertainty, unknowns. And if you try and do it on your own, you're going you're gonna to juggle and you're going to drop and something's going to give. Either your relationships, your work life, your children, those around you, something's going to give when you think you yourself and I can get through this. You can manage. I've got three keys this morning that I pray will help and encourage you as we look at this passage. And the first thing I want you to write down, I hope you're taking notes wherever you are in your house, write it on, on, the, on the window if you have to with one of those window pens and all the neighbours can see it. Number one is this, is foundation. Foundation. What is your foundation? Wisdom in the midst of worry. Foundation. What is your foundation? The writer says, trust in the Lord with some of your heart. No, no, trust in the Lord with three quarters of your... No, no, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And actually, if we look at the Hebrew language, this word for all and heart, it, it, it doesn't really translate very well into English. But, but actually, what we're talking about is this holistic, the whole being. Mind, body, soul, heart, your whole life. Life as a Christian following Jesus is not a one foot in either camp, edging your bets. There's no space for you to, to trust God a little bit here, but I'll do it my own way here. Or I trust God with this, this area of my life, but I'll keep control of my finances. I can keep control of my career, but God, I'll give you, I'll give you that bit of my life. In Matthew, Jesus said it this way, you cannot be a slave to two masters. 
and, and the first thing about worry and fear is, is, and, is we've got to set a foundation, but you've got to be all in. You've got to put everything, everything surrendered at the foot of the cross. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And there's, there's, there's something about a foundation. There's two things about foundations when we think about buildings. Number one is the material and number two is the position. You see, you see the materials, the foundation materials need to be correct and the position that you lay the foundations. And for us as Christians, the, the, our faith is, is the substance of our foundation and it's faith in Christ is the location and where we position our self. I wonder what you're building a foundation on at the minute with everything. Maybe it's, it's, it's your career and, and, and your finance that's providing stability right now. Maybe it's your spouse and, and, and they're your foundation and, and your steady, steady rock right now. Or, or maybe it's something else that, you know, that is getting you through and it's your foundation. But I want to I wanna challenge that and say that your foundation needs to be something that doesn't change, that doesn't move. And the word of God is where we need to start with that in the word daily. I want to give you just a dead practical thing this week. Try this. Your first 15. We always encourage our young people. First 15. Start of every day. First 15 minutes before anything else. Bit of a passage in the Bible. A worship song. A bit of prayer time. First 15 to set your foundation. In the midst of worry, set your foundation. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, faith in the work, the finished work of Christ that God did. Number two, number two is this, is in the midst of worry, you need to learn to filter. You need to learn to filter. Lean not on your own understanding, it says. Lean not on your understanding. What are you leaning on right now? What what are you, you pursuing in order to try and understand or reconcile what's going on right now? You see, the goal of Christianity, the goal of a relationship with God is not to understand God. Because newsflash, you'll never understand God fully. The Bible says his ways are not our ways, they're higher than ours. And, and there's a danger that we, in times of uncertainty, in times when things are a little bit crazy, we, we, we want to take control back, we want to understand what's going on. No, but can I, can I try and challenge and encourage you to say that, so in this time of more time at home and maybe more space to, to pursue deepening your relationship with God, to know him more. He knows you by name. He formed you before time began, the word of God says. Don't try and understand what's going on in your situation right now. Don't try and second guess God, but, but pray, pray that you would know him more through this. And you know, we, we maybe maybe you're not like me, but you know, like a jigsaw puzzle, when you have the finished picture in front of you and, and, and you work off that and you find the pieces and, and you just want it finished. And we, 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 we live our life and our relationship with God like that sometimes, don't we? God, give me the full picture. Give me the finish. Just tell me how it ends. And God says, I'll just give you one piece at a time. Be obedient with that one piece. Trust him day to day with that one piece, that daily bread. And absolutely, as we look back and, and look at how faithful and good God is, we can see patterns. We can see how he works. We can read the Bible and stories 
and see how God works. But but there's a danger that we try and try and reconcile in our in our futile minds and our limited intellect. Try and understand what's going on, and, and you're gonna hit a barrier. And like me in the shop trying to juggle everything, something's gonna drop. Jim Packer writes a book called Knowing God, and I encourage you to to maybe go and check it out. And he that's his premise that that. Our goal, our purpose is to know God, to know and meet our maker day in, day out, and to learn to filter. If you know anything about photography, you'll know that the lens that you put on the camera is is almost more important than the camera itself. Having the right lens for the right picture. You know, what we need to learn to do is look at things through the right lens. And we need to have... The wide angle lens that is the word of God, that is trusting in what God is doing and working. Some of you and some of us have got the telephoto zoom lens right into the center of this storm and cannot see the, the just cannot see what's going on, cannot see a way through. Can I just encourage you to, to shift your perspective, to change the lens, to just take a step back and to learn to filter everything at the minute? We're, we're surrounded by by media at the minute we're surrounded by things that you know we're taking on board we're, we're taking in information like never before and, and if you try and, and and process all that information in your own strength you're gonna you're gonna get really worried you're gonna develop and grow fear and anxiety but when we filter filter everything through the word of god filter everything through our worship and our prayer it doesn't diminish what's going on, but it puts it in the right perspective of how big our God is. And, and, and I want to, again, just give you a practical little little thing that you can do with, with worry and fear and anxiety. And, and, and write this down, ACE, A-C-E. And this is a little sales thing, actually, but I'm going to give you this for free this morning, ACE. And the first thing I want you to, to do this week when fear comes knocking and worries are running rampant is acknowledge acknowledge put a name on it you know don't bury your head in your sand and and think that it's a lack of faith or 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 a sin issue that you're worried and fear no no acknowledge it put a name on it you see when you put a name on it you know what the battle is when you put a name on it you know what the fight is and you can choose the right weapon c is for clarity clarify clarify what's going on clarify how you've ended up at that point why have you spiraled Try and trace it back. Just take those steps. And the third thing is this, is E, is eliminate. Eliminate or eclipse it. And eliminate and eclipse it in, in the word of God. And so what we're doing with our worries is not just pretending that they're not going on, not throwing cliches out there. We're, we're calling a spade a spade, but we're not staying in that place. And we're going to work through our worries and fears in the light of what God says, the truth of of the word of God. We're going to worship our way through our worry. And I want to encourage us, church, that that as we connect so much virtually, who you're looking out for, who you're connecting with. And that, that can be a really simple tool that you can help someone with. You know, there's two extremes as Christians as we help people. One is that we just throw cliches out there and pretend nothing's going on. And the other is that we live in fear of offending and we don't bring any light or life into a conversation. Somewhere in there is balance, but maybe you could use that just in the back of your mind. Acknowledge what's going on. Acknowledge what your friend is going through. Clarify it 
but then eliminate it through the word of God and through worship. That's how we fight our battles. Let's be a church that's connecting and helping each other through. And can I ask that we, we are super gracious right now in, in how we give out encouragement and how we receive encouragement. Are people going to say the wrong thing at the wrong time at the minute? Absolutely. But are people, you know, is their heart to help and support also, also a fact and truth? But make sure you've got the right people in your circle. Foundation, filter. Who's helping you to filter what's going on right now? Maybe there's some people that you're connecting with and you just need to just slowly, just maybe a few less phone calls, a few less text messages. Nothing, no offence to them people, but who's in your circle? Who's helping you through? Who's speaking life right now into your situation? Who's praying with you and standing with you? Make sure you've got the right things and the right people in your world. The final thing, number three is this, is follow. Follow. John 10, I'm going to read one more verse of scripture and I'm going to wind up here. John 10. Jesus is, is using the analogy of, of sheep and the shepherd as he, as he did. And in John 10, he says this, I'm going to re read from verse 2. The man who enters by the gate is the shepherd of his sheep. The watchman opens the gate for him and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and he leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. But they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognise the stranger's voice. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding and all your ways. Acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Fix your eyes, fix your ears on the good shepherd. How well do you know the shepherd's voice right now? Where are you at with your relationship with God in, in, in this storm right now? Can you pick out the voice of God? Can, can you hear his voice, that still, small whisper? And, and, and you know, we, hearing from God doesn't need to be this big, spooky, over-spiritual thing. It's just as simple as being in the Word, in, in prayer, prayer and, and speaking and listening to God. Letting the Holy Spirit nudge and nerdle you through each moment of every day. Sheep know my voice. He goes out ahead and he leads like a good shepherd. Fix your eyes on him and he will make your path straight. It doesn't say your path easy. It doesn't, make, it doesn't say your path nice and smooth. Rolls Royce life. Become a Christian. No, no, it... It says he'll make your path straight. You know, for us, we have a hope. We have a, a destiny. We have eternal life awaiting us. The Bible says that nothing in our imagination or mind can even, even fathom what heaven is going to be like one day. But while we're here on earth, we've got a mission. We've got a purpose. We've got to keep on living day in, day out. We have to follow. We have to hear, fix our eyes and ears and listen to the shepherd leading us. You've probably heard it said, fake it, fake it till you make it, right? I want, I want you to, to take this into this week. Face it till you make it. Face it till you make it. God takes us through. He has a habit of taking us through something, not around something. Rarely just pulls it out something. He takes us through. Why? That we would learn to continue to trust 
and follow him and hear his voice as he guides us through the valleys. And, and as we come out of the valley and look back at where, how far he's brought us, we can see how good and faithful our God is. Fix your eyes and ears this morning and this week on, 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 on the shepherd. What are you consuming? What are you taking in? What are you feeding right now? Because what you feed will grow. Make sure we're feeding the right things this week. I want to finish with this. I'm not, I'm not a parent. I don't have children, but I heard it. I heard some, some parental wisdom put like this, which I just thought was brilliant. That, that if you imagine you're in, you're in a park with, with your children, or if you're an uncle or auntie, or, a, or even a big brother or a big sister, and naturally, you kind of always say to, to the wee ones, hey, hey, like, stay where I can see you, right? Stay, stay where I can see you. And, and I heard it put like this, that look, what if, if we say to our children, stay where you can see me? You see, there's a shift. And, and, and it's so, if we can grasp this as children of God, God sees all. He's in all through all above all the Bible sets. He can see you. He sees you. He loves you. He calls you by name, but maybe you can't see him right now. Maybe you're so far off because of life or a relationship or something you're pursuing or an addiction. You cannot see your father. And I want to encourage you this week, right now in this moment, to get back. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lay some things down at the foot of the cross. Some things might have to go that you can see and hear your shepherd calling you by name, saying this way, this way, I got you, this way, keep following. Can you see the Father where you're at right now? Can you hear his voice directing you through this uncertain time? Follow. Number one, foundation. Number two, filter. Number three, Follow, stay where you can see the Father and hear his voice. Let's pray together this morning. Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you for your word that is full of so much wisdom, full of everything that you've already spoken and done, Lord. And we just ask that we take this, these small couple of verses in Proverbs and that we apply them to our life this week. God, we thank you that you are never changing. You are the same yesterday and forever. You are Alpha, Omega, beginning and end, first and last. I thank you that you are not finished. This is not the end. We are in the middle right now. But I thank you that you are in the midst of our worry with us right now. God, help us to hear your voice, still small whisper, guiding us through this season. God, if anyone's watching online right now and, and they don't have a relationship with you, they don't know, they would just hear that voice of heaven calling them as a son and daughter, calling them back home. I thank you that you love them, that you are a good father. You have plans not to harm us, but to prosper. You have a purpose for us while we're here on earth. I thank you that you are in control right now, God, and we put our trust Lord, we're not, we're not half eight, halfway in or 80% in this week. We are all in this week, trusting in you, putting our foundation in you, filtering through your word and following your voice. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for being with me this morning and being with us. Gordon and Fiona are going to wrap this up. It's been awesome. I love you. 
and uh, stay connected and encourage someone this week.